Hey, what's up, you guys? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Kind of Paranoid Podcast. Slay, I'm Kaylee. I'm Kayla. Oh, we didn't do that last time. I totally I forgot about that. We're getting back into it. We're mm-hmm. we're rusty, but we're getting there. Hopefully, the, this mic sounds a lot better. <sighs> New equipment. Because last time, y'all could hear me breathing. Which is kind of embarrassing, but it's fine. It's fine. We live and we learn. Have any of y'all seen Ariana Grande lately? <laughs> I know Kaylee and I were just talking about that <laughs> off camera, but... That. I mean, like, love her. <laughs> well, but, like, okay. hope she's healthy. No, me too. And I'm not even, like, whatever. Um, she's a celebrity. I don't care. She's not going to care that we're talking about her. I'm like, mm, sorry for, like, spreading hate. <laughs> Nobody cares. Maybe she watches this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, she definitely watches this podcast. <laughs> no, but like, she's always been skinny. I feel like ever since she's been on Victorious, she's always been fucking skinny, mm-hmm. which is fine. But like, I've never thought like, oh, she's like anorexic or something. Right. But now she's gotten like really, really skinny, like rib cage skinny. Which honestly, like, I've thought about it, but I'm like, I mean, you know, she's a she's a giant celebrity. Like, I don't. She's not going to take my advice, you know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, yeah. like, hey, honey, can you just, like, eat? You know, like, she's not going to, you know? Well, hey, honey, like, what's wrong? I think, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, like, there's something to be said about, like, commenting on, like, people's bodies and stuff without, like, consent, I guess. I don't know. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But, like, but also, like, we were talking about earlier, like, the Eugenia Cooney thing, like, You know, because she sits there and she says, like, I'm fine. Like, people need to leave me alone. And, like, I'm healthy and stuff. But she's very obviously not. And it's like... Yeah. When do we stop taking your word for it? Yeah, that too. Plus, like, if you're... This is a controversial take, I think. But, like, if you're that big of a celebrity and you're literally everywhere and you're kind of known for your looks, like, people are going to talk about how you look. Yeah. Like, even, I remember when a lot of people were, like, fat-shaming, like, Khloe Kardashian and stuff. And, like, that was awful. And, like, I think all of it's awful. But, like, your whole family, like, markets off of, like, that stuff. Like, how they look. Yeah. Controversial take. I, if I could get paid, like, a fucking Kardashian, I would get fat-shamed every day. Like, I would, like, I would take it. Yeah. You know? No, literally. If this podcast popped off and everybody was like, wow, those two fat bitches that talk about, like, stupid shit, like... I'd be like, all right, I'd rather be fat on a tropical island somewhere than... (laughs) Than fat and just in in my my 9 to (laughs) 5. Yeah, than fat and and working in customer service. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. And I just think it's important to note that um, fat is not a bad word and skinnier isn't always healthier. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah body positivity with kaylee and kayla mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i was just like a lot of people have been talking about it lately because i think she like came out with something honestly did not watch it so don't take anything that i say in the next 30 seconds is it's real. probably gonna be oh my god this is so awful actually because it's probably gonna be her being like yeah like you know i know i'm a celebrity and everything but like all you fucking bitches with podcasts you just shut the fuck up and mind your business no literally but i heard that she said something to the effect of like i'm the healthiest i've ever been Mm. and i'm like there's no way also wait i'm gonna watch it let's watch it 
Why does she kind of sound like Paris Hilton? I was gonna pause it and mention her voice. I'm like, she does not sound like that. I know people have made like jokes in the comments about her using like a black scent and stuff in like recent years, but like, That's and I don't, I don't really know. It's not like I just like watched interviews. Like I'm not, I'm not an Ari stan, but like, <laughs> but like, I feel like every time I hear her talk, it's different. Hey guys, you know. Anyways, let's just continue. I don't do this often. I don't like it. I'm not good at it. I don't like. I'm not good at it, and I don't like it. But I just wanted to address your concerns about my body and talk a little bit about what it means to be a person with a body and to be seen and to be paid such close attention to. I think we could be. I think we should be gentler and less comfortable commenting on people's bodies, no matter what. If you think you're saying something good or well-intentioned, whatever it is, healthy, unhealthy, big, small, this, that, sexy, not sexy, I, I don't, we just shouldn't, we should really work towards not doing that as much. There are ways to compliment someone or to ignore something that you see that you don't like um, that I think we should... I also, okay, before we continue, I kind of want to mention that, like, it would be different if everybody was like, wow, you're so ugly. Like, I feel like a lot of people that are commenting on it are, like, concerned. Yeah. I don't know, like, maybe that's not a good take, but, like, at least they're being concerned and not being, like, assholes. Being like, oh, you're, like, so ugly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's a bad take, but. Mm. Mm. Help each other work towards, just to aim towards being safer and keeping each other safer um but i just also wanted to say one there are many different kinds of beautiful there are many different ways to look healthy and beautiful i know personally for me the body that you've been comparing my current body to was the unhealthiest version of my body i was on a lot of antidepressants and drinking on them and eating poorly and at the lowest point of my life, when I looked the way you consider my healthy, but that in fact wasn't my healthy. Um, and I shouldn't, I know I shouldn't have to explain that, but I do feel like maybe having an openness and some sort of vulnerability here will be something might, good might come from it. I don't know. I don't know, but that's the first thing. Healthy can look different. The second thing is you never know what someone is going through. So even if you are coming from a loving place and a caring place, that person probably is working on it or has a support system that they are working on it with. And you never know. So be gentle with each other and with yourselves. And thirdly, um, the third one's unrelated. I guess I just wanted to extend some love your way and tell you that you're beautiful. No matter what. Thanks, Ari. Thanks, Queen. <clears throat> what do I you mean, think? I think a lot of what she said was, like, true and accurate. And I don't know. Like, she seems really sweet. I don't want to, like, hop on here and, like, talk shit about her. But, like, I do think there's something to be said about, like, being a celebrity of that degree and, like, having your body go through a drastic change and, like, not expect people to be, like, concerned. No, I even just, like, just notice. Yeah. Like, it's unfortunate. Because um, I'm sure there are people saying, like, mean, shitty things or even just, like, being concerned in a mean, shitty way. Like, saying, like, like, oh, my gosh, she looks so scary. That's – or she looks so skinny. That's so scary. You know what I mean? And it's, like, 
We shouldn't be calling people, like, scary, but, like, are you good? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ariana Grande is not our main topic today, but I just wanted to mention that because I... <laughs> <laughs> it was on my mind and i just want to talk about it what else is a podcast for other than my random ass thoughts that nobody cares about period do you have any random thoughts before we get started um anything on your mind any celebrities you want to talk shit about? <laughs> no i don't know i mean we kind of talked about it already i'm kind of just having like a shit day and i just like really want to take a nap you know what i mean like a nap sounds pretty slight right now a nice hot shower and a nap. I also, um, I got Del Taco earlier, and I got, um, cause I, okay, so we kind of talked about making this a segment on the pod, because every single time I show up here, I do have a sweet little drink, or a little snack moment happening, um, and so earlier, I'll talk about my, my little snack moment. Earlier, I went to Del Taco, and they have, um, Del Taco, if you're watching, um, please sponsor us. They have this, um, I don't even know what it's called. It's like a pear popper, purple pear popper, pussy poppin' drink, and, um, it's basically, like, you can do a Sprite or a lemonade, and then they put, like, pear in it, and then this little, like, boba shits in it. And it's so delicious. Like, it kind of tastes like a Jolly Rancher, but, like, in a good way. Um, And, yeah, so I got that earlier as a little treat. But then I also got um, Monster has a new, semi-new flavor. I think it came out a few months ago, but I haven't tried it. But it's, like, strawberry something. It's, like, strawberry dreams or something like that. And that's pretty, pretty delish. So I showed up with that. Um... But then we did, in fact, want coffee, and I want a little breakfast sandwich. So we got um, Ziggy's coffee, and I got a iced cinnamon latte. And I got a peanut butter mocha slay. Tastes just like peanut butter. so good. I've yeah. been, like, okay, for the people that see, like, the actual visual episode, I've been sucking the shit out of it <laughs> for the past, like, five minutes. It's really awful. Because it has, okay, so it's, like, blended. Sorry, <laughs> burped. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it does have ice in it so it's like or it's like blended or whatever like a frappuccino from starbucks and it's like chunky so i've been like sucking on it <laughs> as you should shall we get into the episode the actual topic yeah there's like literally no good way to segue this because i don't know what the hell we've been talking about but speaking of sucking these two people suck yeah. <laughs> suck absolute ass so you all have been waiting for the um part two for like five months now the long um, anticipated long awaited ken and barbie killers part two yeah so this is our part two um kaylee is presenting her today thank you very much um okay so oh my god i had too much caffeine just a burp like just Oopsies. a girly little burp <laughs> like ah Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, okay. So let me let me get back into it. Okay. Give y'all a little refresher. So last time we talked about this case, um Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka, who were dating, who are assholes, 
um, they together drugged, raped, and killed Carla's 15-year-old sister, Tammy. Um, and then pretty much said that it was an accident and got away with it. Um, so obviously without, um, should go without saying, but, um, major trigger warnings for sexual assault and, um, all types of shitty things. Cause this one does not have a great ending. I'm going to keep it so real with y'all. It does not have a great ending, but we'll talk about it anyways, because the only thing that I think is important about this case is that. Carla Homolka, as well as Paul Bernardo, they're both pieces of shit, but Carla Homolka, like, needs to be reminded that she's a piece of shit, particularly, and we'll kind of get into why, um, but yeah, so, I think this case is important to talk about, we're gonna finish her off today, and then I would like to never talk about them ever again, so, um, like I mentioned, um, Carla's 15-year-old sister, Tammy, um, had just been murdered by Paul and Carla. Um, this was on Christmas Eve of 1990. Um, and then <clears throat> soon after Tammy's death, Carla and Paul moved out together to Ontario, Canada. I don't quite remember the city they were in, um, but mind you, <clears throat> prior to this, they lived in Scarborough because there was um the scarborough rapist that those crimes were happening and they hadn't caught the person who had done it so they moved to ontario canada and coincidentally the sexual assaults in scarborough stopped and began happening in their new city in ontario canada um, and Carla was actually annoyed that her parents were so grief-stricken and said that her parents were, quote-unquote, fucking her over because they weren't paying for her wedding and because they suggested that she shouldn't have a wedding because they were still mourning her child sister who was just murdered. That's insane. Yeah. She literally wrote, like, a, um, a letter to her friend saying... My parents are fucking me over. They don't want to pay for my fucking wedding. They need to get over it. They're making everything about themselves. Basically being a big old bitch. Even though um, she killed her. Yeah. Um, so this was in February of 1991. So literally, literally two months after Tammy died. Um, and now... <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, dude. It was right fucking after, dude. Like, okay. right after Tammy died... They moved out together, mm-hmm. and then fucking February of 1991, they were, like, planning the wedding, and their parents were, like, fucking crying over their child that died two months ago, and you... they were like, hey, maybe, like, don't get married right now, and Carla was like, that's so fucking annoying. As a parent, wouldn't you be like, why do you want to get married right now? Like, your sister just died. Yeah. You'd think. I don't fucking know. No, you would definitely think, but, like... I would definitely question my child. Red flag 874 with no, fucking yeah. Carla. So, June 15th, 1991, um, a few months after um, Carla and Paul move out, 14-year-old Leslie Mahaffey was coming home from her friend's funeral, who had died in a car accident. Her friends dropped her off at home around, like, 2 a.m., 
Um, and she got out of the car and she walked up to like the side door that she would usually go in and it was locked. And she was like, don't worry. Like I'll, I'll like find a way in my house. Like there's always a door unlocked. And she told her friends to leave. So her friends left 2 AM. She's at her house. She realized there aren't any doors unlocked. And she, um, went to go to a payphone, and I guess all the doors were locked because her parents had locked her out because they were trying to teach her a lesson because she missed curfew. So she was locked out of her house 2 a.m. That, when you feel so fucking awful as a parent. Yeah. You feel so fucking awful. Also, I want to note that, like, even literally, okay, even when I know you're in your car, I don't leave until you start your car. Just in case your car doesn't start for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I know my parents taught... Or I think my mom taught me that. Yeah. Like, just don't... Like, just You don't wait. leave until you see them leave or get into their house. Yeah. Well, that... Like, the house thing. And, like, even with the car, like, I make sure your car starts. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, her parents were teaching her a lesson. <clears throat> so, they locked her out. So, she walked to a payphone nearby to see if she could stay at a friend's house for the night. Um, I couldn't really figure out why, but for whatever reason, like, they refused. Like, it literally could have just been because it's, like, two in the fucking morning, and they're like, no, my parents are asleep. Like, you know, whatever. Um, But on the way back to her home, she ran into Paul Bernardo. He offered her a cigarette, and when she walked over to his car, he grabbed her, um, put her in the car, and then drove back to his new home that he shared with Carla. Now... This is where it starts getting pretty awful, if it wasn't already. Um, Also, really quick before I get into the really awful shit, we're getting back into this and, like, recording and everything, and I already know I've said um so many goddamn times, (laughs) so we're just gonna have to roll with it, because I'll get into, I'll get into the groove of it again, but for now, it's gonna be a lot of ums. So, um, I don't wanna fucking read this. Over the course of 24 hours, Leslie was tortured and raped. Paul and Carla recorded the whole thing, just like they had with Tammy, and that was, like, their thing. They then murdered her and put her body in the basement, where they proceeded to host Father's Day dinner that day. So, uh, that night, they took her, put her in the car, tortured her for, like, literally a whole 24 hours, and then murder her and put her in the basement and then hosted a family dinner. So she, they, um, they both said that they gave her a teddy bear to hold in between assaulting her. And I don't know why, but that's just like awful and worse. Uh, it's, it's arguable how she actually died because, and this kind of ends up being a trend, but like Carla and Paul basically blame each other for everything so paula says that she gave that carla gave uh leslie like a lethal dose of a sedative but then carla says that paul strangled her so like we don't really know and we don't know because paul used a circular saw to dismember leslie's body and then he covered her body parts with concrete and dumped her remains in Lake Gibson. So, they can't really figure out how she actually died. And then, 
June 29th, like two weeks later, Paul and Carla had a huge, expensive, ugly-ass wedding. So, uh, very fancy, very extravagant. They had, like, a horse-drawn carriage. Can All ask, sorts of can shit. Can I ask a random question? Of course. How'd they get money? I literally couldn't fucking tell you. Well, I know... I don't really remember what their jobs are, to be totally honest with you, but I know at the time, Paul had, like, this, like, weird, scammy business going on. He was, like, stealing license plates and shit. So, um, um there was that. Because, like, when do you have the time? I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they put it on a credit card. <laughs> they put every like, the they house, They put literally the everything on a credit wedding. card. I do not know. Deep down, um, they knew they were going to get arrested, and, like, they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Probably. Uh, but by some weird karmic fucking coincidence, the same day, June 29th, Leslie's remains were found. So, like, a few miles away during the wedding, Leslie's remains were found, and she was identified through her braces and dental records, which is awful. Um, whoa, whoa. Did you mention how old she was? 14. Continue. Yeah. Because I was like, braces? Wait, I missed a chapter. Yeah. I zoned out. Okay, anyways. Uh, She was buried at a family gravesite, and they put a heart-shaped garden with a plaque in her honor uh, at her high school. So, that's sweet, at least. Um, April 16th, 1992, about a year later, they, uh, Paul and Carla went searching for another victim. Like, they actually went out just like literally looking for somebody to torment and they spotted 15 year old Kristen french on her way home from school they asked her for directions she approached the car and they kidnapped her in broad daylight okay so there were several eyewitnesses and nobody said anything like nobody reported the crime nothing her family called the police pretty quick because she was a very like so did the eyewitnesses come forward after yes so they're like mm, i saw that but like, like matter of fact now that you bring it up so i did see that but like you know well so it gets better mm-hmm. um because her parents called the police pretty soon and once the police were involved and like the public kind of knew about it then eyewitnesses started coming forward and being like, oh you know what i did see this happen <laughs> but they identified the car wrong oh like i don't remember what they said it was but i think they said it was like a beige like camaro or something like that but really he had like a gold nissan or something like that that's okay that's interesting yeah Um, yeah so they so they literally had like pictures of the wrong fucking car out being like have you seen this car and like really fucked with the whole investigation but Mm. um yeah so Kristen French was held for three days and subjected and recorded being tortured tortured and raped for the three days. Paul forced her to watch her parents plead for her return on TV and forced her to tell him that she loved him. And, like, he did all kinds of weird shit to her that he didn't do to the other girls that kind of makes me and a lot of other people think that he had some kind of weird, like... Thing for Kristen French like he liked her more than the other girls which sounds so fucked but like you know what I'm talking about I, I don't know yeah like he favored her yeah um and also because with um with Leslie they at least from what they say and this could totally be just like bullshit but they say that they had to kill her because her blindfold slipped off when they were like torturing her 
and that she could identify them, so they had to kill her. Oh. Which Weird. I think is kind of bullshit. Yeah, they were going to kill her anyways. They I, probably... think, I think so, but that was the excuse. But they don't really have one for Kristen, and so a lot of people think that Carla killed Kristen because she was jealous, because Paul was like... Interesting. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Like I said, that could all literally just be bullshit, but it's what it's what the kids are talking about mm. <laughs> so um so they they kidnapped her on april 16th on april 19th they murdered Kristen. they cut all her hair off and they dumped her naked body by lake gibson so pretty close to where they dumped leslie's body did this is such a fucked up question did they learn their lesson and like take her teeth out or no mm. they they just cut all her hair off I know it's really stupid to ask, but, like... Well, I mean, it is because it's, like, you would think... You would think these people would, like, get smarter. Like, obviously, it's good that they're not getting smarter, but you would, like, think. But at this point, it's, like, he's raped and assaulted all these girls already and got away with it. He murdered Leslie and has so far gotten away with it. They murdered Tammy and got away with it. So he's just kind of, like, they're not going to catch me, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um... They're going to catch you. Yeah. So, April 19th, um, they leave her body by Lake Gibson. Now, um, Kristen was very smart. Um, I read in a couple different sources different things because I see in some sources that she was very compliant with Carla and Paul because she was like, it'll be easier on me if, like, I just listen to them and do what they say. But that after a few days, she started getting more, like, um... Like, she was kind of trying to fight them, and, like... Well, I bet, like... I mean, her parents reported her, right? Right. Is that... Yeah? I bet she thought that, like, you know, my parents love me. They'll... Like, someone will find me. I'll just stay compliant to stay alive until someone, like, gets me. And I bet, as, like, a human, you start to lose hope as, like, days go by, and you're being fucking tortured and raped, like, every day. And I can only imagine, too, because they had... She was there for three days, and, like the first day she was extremely like you know yeah and i think a lot of people don't really realize what they'll do in situations like that too yeah. like a lot of people in their head like think they have an idea of what they would do but you really don't know yeah but when you're actually in the situation like three days like someone might think like oh it's just three days like you know but yeah but that's three days of like the worst shit you could possibly imagine like yeah i don't know but yeah. um but yeah so she was extremely smart she um she did that she also left her shoe at the scene of the crime like where they abducted her and stuff and she tore a piece of carla's map off and left it at the scene as well so um she's really smart for that and apparently i found in a couple sources that towards the end of like her abduction period she told paul i don't know how your wife can stand to be around you <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't know. I think that's pretty iconic. And there, there's a couple, like, plaques um, for her that, you know, are all pretty, like, being like she was legendary. She was iconic. Like, fuck Paul. Um, but, yeah, so her her body was found April 30th, 1992, 11 days after. And green ribbons of hope were used by the community in Kristen's search. And the green ribbon trail was named in her honor. And a monument to Kristen can be seen at the beginning of the trail as well. So I kind of like to try to add, like, small things about the victims because there's really, like, not a lot on them. Like, if you look up their name individually, it just talks a lot about, like, 
how they died, you know? And, like, it sucks because that was a 15-year-old girl, you know? But, um, yeah. So, shortly after, uh, Paul began physically abusing Carla to the point that Carla was admitted to the hospital on January 6, 1993. What a surprise. After Paul had beat her, like so bad that she had to go to the hospital obviously with a flashlight so shit was getting real bad uh he was arrested charged and then released on bail Mm. now shortly after carla left him and moved back in with her family so this was early january now coincidentally well not really coincidentally but like it just kind of all came together that um after the domestic charges with paul and everything they were like okay so this guy's like a piece of shit they start looking into him more and the dna that paul had given in november of 1990 years earlier voluntarily came back as a match for the scarborough rapist crimes Mm. so we're getting somewhere okay Mm -hmm. so the um so his his dna is a match okay we're figuring that out and at this point now the police put paul on surveillance and they went to go question carla about the like domestic disputes i say quote unquote because obviously at this point they're like okay we got some shit on paul let's see like what else we can get but the same police that showed up to question carla were the same police that police officers that were investigating leslie's case so carla freaked out and she refused to talk to the police but then she went to her uncle and confessed everything so she said she was involved in tammy's death they killed these girls they sexually assaulted these girls but she said that paul forced her to do everything and admitted that he was a scarborough rapist okay so now carla gets a lawyer she confesses to everything but again she's like i was being abused i was forced into everything that happened and she agrees to like tell them everything to testify if she's granted immunity from prosecution so they compromise on a reduced sentence okay so like yikes but uh she was offered a 12-year sentence okay 10 for the murder of leslie 10 for the murder of Kristen. But she would be able to serve them at the same time. So instead of serving a 20-year sentence, she could serve a 10-year sentence. And then they also added two years for her involvement in Tammy's death. Because technically that death was ruled as an accident. So they um, they gave her that. And they said that she had the opportunity for parole after serving only three years. That's crazy. Also, that's crazy. It gets a lot worse. But people refer to this as, like, the deal with the devil. And, Mm -hmm. like media outlets covered it and like the shit was crazy going on so uh february 17th 1993 paul was arrested for the murders of leslie and Kristen, and for the scarborough rapes and assaults and a warrant was placed to search the home and they found a couple things they found paul's journal detailing every crime he committed (laughs) because he's a fucking idiot they found tons of like books about sex and like sex positions and like that kind of shit um different knives handcuffs and they also found um a couple videos of paul and carla sexually assaulting two unidentified young girls so now initially when i like read that i was like oh like leslie and Kristen. 
But um, apparently there was a third girl, and uh, in the video she was drugged, and so she was unconscious, and they ended up letting her go, and she only found out about what happened to her through these tapes. Like, they That's contacted crazy. her. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll talk about, like, the toy box killer and stuff, but um, something similar happened in that case, and it's fucking insane. Like, she didn't even know what happened to her. So she just, like, blacked out? Yeah. Did they take her from, like, one place and then, like, put her back in that same place? Do you I know think any so. I don't really know. I honestly couldn't find a lot about, like, who the third girl was. I couldn't even find her name or anything, which, like, probably for the best, you know? Yeah. But, Maybe um, she, like, gaslit herself or something. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, I mean, uh, I, don't yeah. know how, I don't know how I would react, you know? I think nowadays, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if things were, like, that different. Because, like, in the 90s, like, serial killers were, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. or like i mean i guess she didn't die so maybe she was like i don't know yeah i know i just went through like a roller coaster but like (laughs) i feel like i feel like nowadays or at least like me like the things that i know i feel like i would definitely question that because like yeah because i don't take drugs like that like drugs where you like black out for several days you know yeah like like, there's a lot of things yeah there's a lot of things where you're like i don't know that's interesting yeah that's interesting um, so they found that out, but, um, again, another important thing from finding these videos was that Carla was very obviously participating in these acts and, like, very willingly doing so. You know what I mean? She was, you know, like we talked about with the Tammy thing, she was, you know, unfortunately involved in, like, raping her own sister. She was recorded afterwards talking about how much she enjoyed it, like, all kinds of fucked up shit that, like... They hadn't found that yet, obviously, but we know she obviously would, like, she was not forced into this shit, you know? And in videos, I'm, I mean, obviously, like, it's not released to the public, but I'm sure you could see that she was actively participating and not, like, being, like, bitch, if you don't participate, you know, like. Yeah, and that's kind of what she was saying. She's like, I was so scared of him, he was making me do it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which kind of goes into this bit here. April 13th, 1993, this is um, before trial starting, before she's testifying, all this, she writes a letter to her family admitting what had happened to Tammy, but again, Paul forced her participation, and, you know, she didn't actually want to do it, and she's like, I understand if you hate me, and she even says some shit about how, like, she thought about killing herself, but she didn't want to put her family through the loss of another daughter, and it's like, shut up. Literally flashback to the whole wedding situation. <laughs> Literally shut the fuck up. And then she says some shit about, like, I would have given my life for Tammy, but you fucking didn't. Matter of fact, you took hers away. You literally murdered her. And she's also saying, like, oh, like, I was scared of him and he was abusing me or whatever. But then, like, if you would have given your life for Tammy, then, you like, you literally had the opportunity to, if that was the case, and you didn't. Well, an interesting part of that story, too, is, like, um, she did leave, and she it didn't seem like she had this huge problem or this huge like this hard time leaving. Yeah, no. Um, you know when she went into the hospital and then she left, she went back with her parents. So clearly he wasn't locking her up in a basement when mm-hmm. she said she was gonna leave. Yeah, she left, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. Not saying that like I don't. I mean, she was you know what she was a bitch and she participated and she was a psycho. So like yeah. I don't even want to defend her. So like fuck you. you she could have left she yeah. or she did like it's not even like she could have she did like yeah. she literally left she literally did like like she decided it like 
obviously again i think it's all bullshit the whole like oh paul forced me whatever but even if it wasn't bullshit like you had to decide you had to decide after murdering three children you were like "Mm, you know what now i'm done i think that's the line you know what i mean one of them being your or like one of the girls literally being your sister in your own home and think wasn't in her own home yeah that was from part one i don't remember but yeah remember they they killed her in the basement on christmas eve and then afterwards recorded a sex tape in tammy's room pretending to be tammy oh yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) fuck carla literally fuck this shit like fuck you anyways yeah so may 6 1993 the hidden tapes were found by paul's lawyer but he hid them from the police and everyone until September 2nd of 1994. These tapes showed Tammy's rape and Leslie and Kristen's tortures and rapes and, of course, Carla's involvement in them. Now, Paul was found guilty on all charges and sentenced to life in prison, and the asshole is still there. So, not much left to say on Paul. He got charged for the rapes. He got charged for the murders. He got charged for all of it, uh, for dismemberment of a body, literally all of it. And he got life in prison. He also admitted while in prison to sexually assaulting about, like, ten more girls than what he was charged for. So he's just an asshole. But he's in prison. He'll be in prison forever. He's tried to get, like, an appeal or whatever multiple times, and they've all failed. And now... Carla, because of the, I am not really familiar with how the laws are in Canada, but they made a deal with her and a deal is a deal. And so even though new evidence came out, they had to stick to the original deal of 12 years with a possibility for parole after three. So she was never officially charged with her sister's death. First of all, first and foremost. So Tammy never received the recognition that injustice that she deserved for having her murders officially charged. So she never got that. And in addition to that, Carla was placed in a rehabilitative women's center. And the media described this as kind of luxurious. Like, she had all of her freedoms. She wasn't, like, struggling. And in the pictures that came out, when there was like press coverage of Carla in in prison or whatever she looked very happy she looked very comfortable and people were fucking pissed as they should be and because of the pressure from the media she got moved to like a quote-unquote regular prison and it was kind of like a men's and women's prison where like they were like separated but not really and in this prison she met another inmate who had strangled his girlfriend and started a relationship with him. She does not learn, does she? No. So they had a whole ass relationship in prison. They allegedly exchanged notes, uh, nudes, and like even like her underwear and like shit like that. Like just 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 weird shit. And after like her possibility for parole time, like after like three years had passed. She tried, uh, she was denied parole many, many times. Even, like, towards the end of her sentence, she was denied parole because they said that her likelihood to reoffend was too high. Like, right before she was released from prison. So it's like, 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 yeah, but also, like, she did not get out on good behavior. Be fucking for real. 
Because she was so she was fucking all the other. She was like, which fucker in this prison was the closest to murdering a woman? That's literally I want what to it was. fuck him. People like referred to him as like like Paul Bernardo. They were like, that's like the Walmart Paul Bernardo. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I want that. She was like, yeah, him. So they even use that as like an excuse to deny her parole. Sometimes they're like, you're clearly fucking insane. So like no. Yeah. Clearly this wasn't like a special this wasn't like a this special a case. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't like, oh I just I like first time in my life I met this guy and like it you know, I just happened to fall down this bad this bad rabbit hole which like is a pr- a really deep like you know what I mean? Like, like the just, worst yeah. fucking rabbit hole you could fall down. Um but she like decided but you know this was not a rabbit hole. Yeah. This was this, this was, was a rabbit farm. This was <laughs> this was her lifestyle. Bitch had a type. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch probably, has the worst type. Yeah, but probably because she literally had the same, like, she had the same dark, weird fantasies and fucking sick-ass mind, too, so it's not really that surprising, but... Mm. Yeah. So this absolute cunt of a woman, it gets, it gets, it gets worse. So she, after being denied parole many times, after dating the closest fucker to Paul Bernardo that she could find, she was released on July 4th, 2005. Okay. She requested to legally change her name. It was declined. And a year later, okay, ready for this? Ready for this? I'm so ready. Unmuted. I'm ready here. A year later, mm-hmm. after being released from prison, she got married. Mm-hmm. Do you know who she got married to? Who did she get married to? His name. I'm definitely gonna pronounce it wrong, <laughs> but Thierry Bordelis. Doesn't ring a bell. Who is he? No, no, no. I bet it doesn't. You know who he is? Who? Carla's lawyer's brother. He really thought, her, her lawyer, lawyer's brother really thought, you know what? This the one. Yeah. So she married her lawyer's he was brother. Like, he was like, well, she killed girls, so what's the worst that so can what, happen to what's me? What's that got to do with me? <laughs> so she married her lawyer's brother. He was like, wait. <laughs> this is really fucked up, but he was like, she freaky for real. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I'm muted. I'm muted again. I've lost my privileges. Kayla has lost her privileges. Anyways, soon after they got married, they had a baby. Never mind, I'm unmuted. Yeah. I'm on and, the edge of my seat. And to make it even better, they ended up having three kids. Which Girls? Um, I think it was, like, two boys and a girl, or two girls and a boy. But they had three kids, which conveniently is the same number of children that she herself murdered. That I feel... You know that this is such a lower level of, like... But you know, like, that the misogynistic men always have girls? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the same type of curse, but, like, on worse people. Yeah. Which, like, also fuck her for having kids. One, because it's, like... You took someone else's kids, including your own fucking parents, you took someone else's child away from them and, like, took their life on three separate occasions. In the worst and way have, possible. Yeah, the worst way possible, and you not only have the privilege to have kids, but, like, you have three kids who are gonna have to grow up with you as their fucking mother. Even if you don't think you did anything wrong, everyone knows who the fuck you are. Obviously, she tried to legally change her name. It's like, people know who the fuck you are, and now your kids are gonna have to grow up. Yeah, but even... People knowing who you are. Even if she changed her name, dude, like, 
the kid could like if you saw pictures that that's my mom you know there's pictures all over the internet of these fucking assholes like yeah you really think like oh here's a picture of my mom wait that old picture looks like that one fucking bitch that murdered a bunch of kids like you know that's you mom that's crazy fucking therapy waiting to happen dude like it makes you so bad for those kids makes you really want to murder someone's kids You know what the fucking probably should have been? I was literally going to say euthanize. I meant sterilize, but I was going to say euthanize. But honestly, that too. Yeah. But it kind of reminds... Okay, this is really weird. But I kind of... Or maybe not, actually. It's kind of like a parallel. You know, this reminds me of ted bundy the reason why is because he had a girlfriend and he his girlfriend had a daughter right even though he i think his youngest victim was super super young like a young girl mm-hmm. um probably not close to that girl his um stepdaughter's age even though i don't think they got married um and i think that's really interesting not like in the not in the interesting like, like where is the line like where is the moral line yeah. for you it's not like something they get like but it's an interesting it's interesting as someone that would never do something like that because it's like there's some people that will murder their own kids but then there's people that like won't would never so it's like go murder someone else's kid like i guarantee like she would probably i would think since she was okay with murdering other kids and she had her own like own kids of her own that she obviously takes care of she would be hurt if they got hurt right right so i'm like where's this degree of separation because ted bundy also had a young girl that he cared about i don't know what to degree that is but enough to not fucking murder her like all the other girls he murdered so like this interests me a whole lot because i'm like how does that work i don't know we have to look into i think we should do an episode on that like maybe psychology yeah like some if we could find something on that like that's episode worthy or maybe like a segment because that's i've mentioned it twice now yeah because i think it's like so interesting well yeah even um this because i i thought about because like people refer to carla like the most hated woman in canada or whatever um but there's that one guy and i don't remember his fucking name it starts with an a but he was this guy and he lived in canada and he like basically went around the whole country just murdering women and covering his tracks and um i'm sure we'll do an episode on him i don't know why i'm totally blanking on his name um but he had a daughter and it's like like where disconnect that's what i'm saying like i like how do you not look at a young girl that you're murdering and being like this is someone's daughter this is you know what i mean mm-hmm. like this is a person i mean like my daughter i can understand it in the way that like you know how fucking serial killers work just mm-hmm. like or like you know maybe not enough to comprehend it like something you would do but like you know it like yeah they're fucking psycho like duh but i kind of want to know like the actual psychology behind it because that's so weird yeah I think it's really weird that, like, you can have kids, and you can have sisters, and you can have mothers, and you can, like, have women in your life, or even the, uh, the other way around, and, like, go around and, like, murder like, people. like, this one's okay to murder. Yeah, it's like, like, how can you see your daughter as a person, but not see this other, like, this, this little girl as a person? Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. I think we should look into, like, the actual psychology, because I know people all day long will be like well they're fucking psychotic it's like yeah i know that yeah but where is the line like i want to know (laughs) i need to sit down with someone that's i literally need to sit down with him and be like why are you so fucking stupid (laughs) yeah continue um but yeah i'm i'm finishing up there's not too much else left unfortunately um 
worth mentioning, she was banned from volunteering at her kid's school because she did try to volunteer at her kid's school. Oh my god. And the other parents god. were like, absolutely the fuck not. But this is what I mean. Like, how entitled are you? But it's not even, like, it's not even just that, like, what, like, in what, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't even understand. Like, like, it's so confusing to me. It's so fucking confusing. Yeah. I, I literally don't fucking know, dude. Like, was she, like, I'm guessing she was a good enough mom that CPS didn't take her kids away. So I'm like, yeah. Like, there was no social workers involved, I'm sure. So I'm like, how are you a good mom when you, like, murdered all these girls? Like, You're it's just, it's so. Like, I don't care what you say. You can't, you don't come back from that shit. You don't just, like, murder somebody no. for funsies and then be like, no, I'm going to settle down and have kids. Like, but no. So, but that's what I'm saying. Die. Like, I think there, but I think there's a lot of situations like that. Like, yeah. um, as we thought, even the most notorious serial killers that we can talk about that have kids, like, they never hurt their own family. Like, yeah. there's obviously people that have hurt their family. Like, we, yeah. But it's, like, a different type of person. Like, mm-hmm. there's a whole category of people who, like, have families or have kids. Well, okay, but then that's the other thing with Carla. She, she didn't hurt her own kids, but she hurt other people, including her own fucking sister. Mm-hmm. So it's not so even, it's like, a awesome. family thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I won't hurt my own family, because you fucking will. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy, because, like, because when you... Because baseline, like, yeah, she's a mom, but, like, mm-hmm. she birthed the baby. She fed the baby. She cradled the baby. She gave the baby all these things. And it's and she made this bond with this baby, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird. It's just weird. It, I don't know. Like I could talk about it for literally days. Yeah. I could talk about it for fucking four hours, basically, because I just think it's so weird. I definitely think we should do an episode on that because we can talk about like, because like we like we talked about. I think we might have even brought it up last episode with like Chris I did. Watts I did. And yeah. And how you know, he killed his wife and his own kids. And it's like, how the fuck do you do that? But then but there's, there's people yeah. like, you know... The guy in Aurora that didn't kill his kids, but yeah. he killed his wife. Mm-hmm. Or, like, people like Andrea Yates, who, like, killed all her kids. Mm-hmm. But, like, she's... It's not that she was a murderous person, mm-hmm. but she did do that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, obviously she was, but it's not like she was like, oh, I just enjoy killing, so I'm gonna kill my own kids. Like, it was a whole separate thing, you know? Well, I also wonder, because... Gypsy Rose is getting released this year. Yeah, we gotta talk about that. Um, and that's an interesting case too because it also involves a man mm-hmm. that she, um, like people say, like was it the guy that like like obviously she wanted her mother to go because of her situation, yeah. but like how much of it was influenced like by the guy of a role did he play? and how much of a role did she play? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really interesting too because obviously she killed her own mother but i think she's married i think she was married or maybe she got like div- i don't know but even her, she's a little like she's probably weird because of her environment that she grew up in but she's also a little weird yeah probably most i'm not saying that she's like guilty because obviously her mom did terrible fucking things to her yeah but she's also a little weird <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like it's interesting yeah because even though like obviously she didn't she probably did not des- she didn't deserve any of that um, but I also think she's... But I mean, yeah, it's like what you're saying. It's not like she just has it in her where she's like, I just want to kill people, mm-hmm. you know? But she's... I think there's people talking about how, like, she's marrying these guys and getting into these weird situations with these men, and it's like, girl... What the Stand fuck? Stand up. That's not what I meant. Um, it was oh funny, God. though. No, it was funny, <laughs> 
talking about the TikTok women talking about like shitty men, and they're like, "Girls, stand up!" <laughs> oh my fucking oh, god! Because so she awful. was in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like Jimmy, I think if you're watching this, and I know you are. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> no, but I think that's interesting too because. I don't, like, I think a lot of people, or not maybe not a lot, but I've heard some talk about, like, her being released and hoping that she doesn't fall down a bad path. Mm-hmm. Because, obviously, she was very sheltered growing up, and, like, she Is was... she still in a wheelchair? She, she never had to be in a wheelchair. That's the whole point. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. saying. No. So, like, did I just say something really offensive on accident? No, no, no. Her, like, mom, her okay, mom made right, her believe right, right, that right. she needed That's, to okay. be, yeah. That's what I thought. Okay, so what I said was not offensive. No, but it was just funny, because, like, she can stand up. <laughs> No, I just think that's, I, but I also think that's interesting because it's like, right. girl, like, don't get out of prison and like, make everybody believe that you needed to be there, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Mm. When women like Carla should be in fucking prison. Yeah, like, cause Gypsy's a different, different animal. Yeah, she's a different animal. Different breed. <laughs> um. But yeah, so honestly, I'm be so real with y'all. That's why I was like, there's not a happy ending to this episode. This episode's kind of gonna fucking suck because Carla did not get any of the shit she deserved. She deserved to rot in prison just like Paul and like die. And instead, she got married to her lawyer's brother and had three kids and then tried to volunteer at their school like a fucking idiot. But I will say, people in Canada fucking hate her, as they should. But there's, like, a whole Facebook group called Watching Carla Homolka, and it's literally just people fucking updating each other on, like, where they see her. Like, they'll be like, Carla's at Trader Joe's today. Interesting. Carla just moved here. This is her address. Like, literally fucking doxing her online, and she tried, I'm pretty sure she tried to get, like, an order or, like, sue, like, something. She tried to do something to be, like, my privacy needs to be protected, and they were like, fuck you, no, it doesn't. Like, she tried to get legal, like protection and they were like no you're a danger to the public like people should know where you are yeah it's like it's like what did you think was gonna happen yeah it's like i i'm i hope i hope people are making her feel like she should have stayed in prison and they are like that gives me some kind of hope yeah it's like like i need like because there's so many people like there's so many there's so many haters in the world that will hop online and be like this celebrity's too fat. And it's like, I need <laughs> you to, I need you to direct your energy somewhere else. I need okay. you to direct your energy at Carla Homolka and go fucking harass her. Like, go harass people who, like, like, if you're a hater at heart, like. Hate something meaningful. Yeah, like, you do you. I'm not, I'm not here to, like, change your life. But, like, go hate someone that deserves it, you know? There are so many bad people in this world. Like, literally so many. Many. Yeah. We, like, even walking down the street, dude, there's so many bad people that you don't even know are actually bad people. And it's like. Exactly. It's like, be mad at those bad people. hmm Like, you can be mad at someone that said the re-re word ten years ago, but, like, maybe you should be mad at someone that, like. <laughs> maybe you should be mad at someone that, like, murdered three people. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It's, it's so hard, because I'm not saying that there aren't people who, like, should be disliked for doing or saying shitty things, but also, like, like, there's literally people who, like, murder people and who are, like, out walking around. Like, you can... I said what I said. You, I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. There, there's just... Don't be a hater for no reason. Be a hater with a purpose. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so that's about it. I do want to mention, though, um, with the help of the Facebook group called Watching Carla Homolka, um, love you guys. <laughs> we, we know that even though she uh, couldn't legally get her name changed, she does try to go by Emily Bordellis, Leanne Teal, Leanne Bordellis, um, which conveniently also is the same name that her and Paul discussed using when they talk about, like, running away together. Why? For crime. So, like, Literally, why? So, obviously, like, there's still a part of him that's, like, like, she's still attached to him in some way because she's using the same fucking name. And I know, like, I think, um, <laughs> obviously, like, she's using the last name Bordellis because that's her new husband's name or whatever, and her middle name is Leanne. So it's like, I mean, it's not like some crazy ass fucking name. I don't know where like Teal or where Emily came from, but like, she's using the same fucking names. You know what I mean? Like, just her husband is. This is so fucked up. But like, her husband's like, why are you using that name? Like, your ex, you wanted you to use that name. It's just like, why? <laughs> it's like the insecure boyfriend you yeah. have. That's like, you want to you playing this song? This is like you and your ex song, right? <laughs> it's like her fucking her murderous yeah runaway name your ex-boyfriend wanted you to use that name when you murdered three people and wanted to run away like it's just like it's like does he mean sorry something sorry him <laughs> sorry I don't want to murder people with you I'm sorry we don't make sex tapes together just like oh my god <laughs> I didn't want to think about the shit she's doing frankly die she's also really ugly now I'm a, I'm a woman supporting woman girly but like she's she's ugly now and there's some people there are some people in this world that deserve it. I support most women, but some of y'all are fucking dumb. And by some of y'all, I mean Carla Homolka. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's end <laughs> the episode. Sorry, we need to process for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I literally need to think about my my life. Well, look at this. This is probably the most consistent um, uploading schedule we've ever had. Yeah. So this is kind of slay. Um, yeah, new episodes come out on Tuesdays. Yes, I and then Sunday for Patreon. <laughs> That's our thumbnail. That was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> we're we're not affectionate like that. So yeah. <laughs> um, I actually like kind of need this shit now. <laughs> um, Sunday for Patreon, Tuesday for normal listeners. Uh. For our broke bitches. We love ya. Stay kind of paranoid. Goodbye.